0: And welcome to Dev Party. Dev Party is our mini kind of episodes that are between our main episodes where Eric and I call each other up and develop some film. That's true. So I called, or you called.
1: I called you. (laughs) I called you.
0: And uh, now we're going to... We're going to do something. I think we're we're developing the same film.
1: We are developing... Okay, guys, and you probably know this from looking at the title of the episode, but we're developing Shanghai. Now, if you'll remember, last episode, I talked some shit on Shanghai. I still stand by every word that I said, but there's a huge asterisk after that, but we'll get to all of that. Hmm. Where are you in the process, Vanya, of setting yourself up?
0: Um, mixing up my, my and right now, and uh, okay. I probably should pre-soak a little bit, honestly.
1: Sure, I mean, you do... Okay, what are you doing? What? what... You're, you're shooting, or sorry, you're developing Shanghai, but what format? 8x10! 8x10. This is the first time you've successfully shot 8x10? Uh,
0: I w- wouldn't say that Exactly, until I'm done developing, but yes.
1: Okay. So you're <laughs> using... Okay, I'm, I'm doing Shanghai 120, I'm doing the regular tank and all of that. Not very interesting. But you're shooting... Sorry, you're developing your Shanghai in the Stearman Press 8x10 tank. Is that it's correct? It's true. I am. okay. And yep. this is that your first time using this?
0: Uh, this will be like my... Th- uh, I've, I've used it a few times.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Um, I'm still trying to get the hang of it. Yeah. I it seems odd. have some opinions about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I've looked into it and, uh, I'm going to wait to see how your success is, how successful your success is. And okay. uh, I may get one for myself, not because I shoot eight by 10. But because it can also do 4x5, but more importantly, it looks like it can do 4x5 glass plates without the weird uneven development that the smaller Stearman press tank gives. Plus, it can do 4 plates at a time,
0: not just 2. Yeah, so
1: that's nice. That's exciting, right? I'm excited Yeah,
0: about no, absolutely. That, that's totally worth it. Well, yeah. so I... am. Um, I could be done pre-soaking, honestly, if you want to just go, because I think we're developing um, the same as far as uh, time goes.
1: Yeah, I'm developing it in PMK, which okay. is a pyro developer. You're developing it in rhodanol. Mm-hmm. So let's pour out and pour in.
0: Okay. Tell me when to pour in, I guess.
1: Okay. Well... You ready to pour in? Yep. Okay, I'm going to pour in and then start the clock. Okay. Okay, here we go. Pouring in. So, after talking all the smack on Shanghai, (laughs) I looked back through my more recent Shanghai photos. Okay. And I really, really like them. Mm. So... That led me down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And that rabbit hole led me to why I like them so much. Okay. So, let's do a... a, There's a quick history of Shanghai. There's not much out there about it. This is actually very quick. Okay. Shanghai as a company was started in 1958 as something not called Shanghai. And then they became Shanghai at some point. And they did mostly film, and I'm sure they did a bunch of other stuff, too. But in around 2000, they stopped, but then started up again at some point. Like I said, not a whole lot out there. And then in 2016, they reopened again. And... I guess they produced some film, and I think that's when the deal with Cat Labs started. Could be wrong about that, but there was oh. some sort of deal with Cat Labs. Okay. And to reach for so the Cat Labs could rebrand their film, and I think they started going off in that direction. Okay. So, 2019, however, there was a really, really huge change in the company. While the. Sheet Film was still produced in the same way by the same company, Shanghai. All of their role film appears to now, from 2019 till now and ongoing, appears to be Orwo. That's a black and white film company that does that does um, movie film in Germany. And it's also the same film used by Lomo for their um, their Berlin and uh, Potsdam lines. So that raises a big question <laughs> for me shanghai the original shanghai film has is, is very different emulsion from the new shanghai film which is Orwo. Mm-hmm. very different emulsion means very different development times and so all the times that i'm seeing online are the ones for the old emulsion and if you look at the times for Orwo, it's very different Now, Shanghai is not a company that cares all that much about how you develop their product. There's no instructions whatsoever on how to develop it. No hints to where to start. Hmm. So, I didn't know this till now, and I developed my other Shanghai at the old Shanghai Times. And it is darker, because it is supposed to be 13 minutes as opposed to 10. Okay. So, that would mean it's darker. And I kind of like it darker.
0: Sorry, you could also... um agitate continuously to have more um to make it darker
1: well that would gain more contrast and yeah yeah, i'm not necessarily looking for that
0: i think we should probably do a dev party on on that at some point just like do two developments one with constant agitation one with like maybe even just like a a stand or something, and just see the difference between the two. Sure. That'd be kind of interesting. Sure. <laughs> or not. So whatever. that's
1: that's what I have to say about Shanghai. Really, the price on it is about seven bucks a roll, which is more expensive than Fomapan. Hmm. And it's a, you know, it's about the same price as as FP four and HP five. So it's not really a discount film, but it's cheaper than the Lomography versions of it. Mm-hmm. Not versions, the same film, the Lomography branded mm-hmm. editions of it. So if you like Potsdam and you like Berlin, well, well the 100, whichever one of the 100-speed one is, because it looks like the 400-speed in Shanghai might only be available in 35 But as far as 120 and 620 and 127 and 220, that is all rebranded Orwo 54, which, UN54, which is one of my favorite emulsions. Nice. From, like, way, way, way back. Well... I was bulk loading that. Back, you know, maybe six, seven years ago.
0: Well, so... In consideration of me... Yes. They're making 220 rolls, and that's important. So, that
1: is. But um,
0: if FOMA would make 220, then maybe I would get FOMA, but I'm getting yeah. it from Shanghai. I've had really good luck with it. Um, this is obviously not 220. This is a sheet. This is going to be different. Also, I don't know. It's have also a, a different sh- emulsion. <laughs> it's a different emulsion. I don't have a shutter like <laughs> yeah. on my camera, so this is different, but. I I do appreciate um, fresh two twenty. So when I when I can, I try to buy it. So they know, hey, there's someone that actually wants this stuff, and it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they're the only
1: company offering two twenty at this point, right? Yep. Yeah, and that emulsion, and I'm you know like ninety nine point nine percent sure that it is Orwo UN fifty four.
0: The GP three one hundred.
1: Yes, that's good. That's really good emulsion. No,
0: that's my great. problem
1: with it comes from the earlier versions of the Roll film before 2019. It was awful. Really bad. Um, tons and tons of quality control problems. Tons of backing paper problems. And now my only real complaint is that they don't tape the film onto the backing paper very well. Instead of taping it across the length across the width of the film they tape just a little piece of tape just to hold it on there and hey. you can lose film that way. Hey. So, I mean, they still have got quality control issues apparently but their backing paper has also changed and that seems, it seems pretty good. Pretty good. So we'll see. I mean you know, I... I I like I said I do stand by everything I said last last deaf party, but that does apply to their um, their older emulsions and for me I'm I'm not buying their their sheet film. I was bitten by the Cat Labs version of it, and that's I'm done. I'm done with their with their sheet film. But I hope you have good luck with it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, this is yes. the. F- I mean. This is the first uh, 8x10 film that I've purchased, uh, so I'm hoping I get a couple images. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It is
0: so stressful. It's very expensive. I mean, it's it's cheaper than, you know, Kodak or whatever, but it is oh, still of course. very expensive. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the SP tank, if you don't mind. Please do. Okay. So, I... You know, during the tail end of the pandemic, I decided that it was probably a good time to unfortunately sell my trailer that was not completely finished. I gutted it and sold it empty and got my monies back. So
1: now the trailer was the dark room trailer.
0: Yes. So now that it's been gone, it is really fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) I miss it every day. I miss it every day because it was just so nice to have a place where I could have like a dark room space. Uh, So I could do trade development and all those things. I am just not... I, I, I will eventually get a dark room set up. I just can't do it right now. So this is kind of the most ideal... Uh, decision that i thought i mean they're they're not cheap they're a hundred and i think forty dollars for this tank but it is great
1: 47 now yeah yeah
0: yeah so it, it is it is a great um choice i've had really good luck with the um four by five version of it so i was like okay let's give it a shot so you could do four, four by fives, two, five by sevens, or one, eight by ten. Um, and there are little configurations that you insert so it holds the sheets in place. You put them emulsion side up. The first time I used it, I don't think I was like it's a weird, you can't agitate this like with inversions. It's more of like a tray tip or a, you know, like a little, um, just like a little small lift of the tray, um, so the water kind of sloshes back and forth.
1: Yeah, kind of like you would with a normal tray.
0: Exactly, just like a tray yeah. development. The thing is, yeah. I don't think I sloshed it good enough, and I got some weird like, um, I guess, modeling in the sky, like swirls, because my development oh, was shitty. Yeah.
1: So good- oh yeah. So we have to stop in ten seconds. By
0: the way. Oh, alright, well, maybe I should point this out then.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Tell me when. Right now. Okay.
1: Alright, and of course I'm doing a water stop because I'm using PMK, which necessitates a water stop. Nice. And I've gotten more into water stops anyway.
0: Haha. <laughs> I kind of grow on people, and it seems like <laughs> I've grown on you. <laughs>
1: well, when during Dev Party, I often don't. I often use um, Acid Stop because it's quicker and it's quieter, especially if I forget to uh, load up a few buckets with water, which is what I'm doing now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go so. ahead and just throw in my um, fixer. Well, not throw it in, but pour it in.
1: Okay. So Wait, you already washed? You already
0: yeah. stopped and washed? Yeah. Okay. It's done.
1: And if you say so.
0: <laughs> I used filtered water and I, I filled it up twice and dumped it. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So, um, the plastic pieces, I could definitely see myself losing them. So I've been very, very careful to keep them all together. Um, also the, the top part of the tray just comes off there, It doesn't click in like, uh, like the four by five, it has a rubber seal. So you can like, you know, do your inversions and it's kind of, well, you know, light tight, I guess I would, I mean, it's light tight, but this is just a lid that goes on top. So you can't turn it around. I put a piece of, like, a rubber band around it just because it makes me feel more comfortable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, and and I would probably recommend that, or, like, some paper tape, something easy that you can uh, take off after you're done. Yeah. So... uh, I've been told that you don't need that much... You don't need a lot of chemicals to fill this. Um, I think I read somewhere... What do you use? I use 500 because that's what I always use. But some people say like 200 or 300 works too, which...
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: That's great, but I just... um, I'm very comfortable with my math Mm -hmm. at 500, so I'm going to stick with that. Also, it's 10 uh, milliliters of Rodanol to 500... You know, for to, to make five hundred, so True, it's, not, yeah. it's just easy for me. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a little odd. Okay, it's it's different than obviously tree developing, but it is really nice to be able to to do this like in my kitchen, like everything else that I do. Uh, yeah, the issue that I have is. My my bag is, I have one of those like pop-up uh, changing bags. Yes. And for the most part, it's great. It has plenty of room. This is a very big tray. It's probably, I want to say, like, maybe 12 by 12, <laughs> maybe 14 by 12, like, Okay, it's that's pretty big, yeah. It's pretty big. So getting that inside, getting a box of eight by ten inside the changing bag, taking mm, sure. yeah. the, the the film out of the plastic and getting it inside here, or getting it out of a um holder which you have to slide out, you know, it's it's not easy. So that's no, no, that's, like that's my one hands. that's my one issue. I would say since you have the tickle tent, I would probably use something like that to at least like load and unload just, just because it has more space.
1: Sure. That makes sense. So that,
0: that's the only issue I'm really having is like, I'm not, I don't have a big enough. I have like three changing bags and none of None of them are working out for me.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: So it's Well, kind of a I guess bugger. we'll have to
1: figure that out. Yes. Um
0: yeah. the other thing too, I, I did see like when I first got it, they said to kind of like fold it like a, like your film. If it's really, really flat, like fold it like in in a taco, just so it kind of like bends a little, so that so the liquid mm-hmm. can go under. But there's okay, like so bend little,
1: it more than not not fold it, not like no not it.
0: fold it, but just kind of bend okay. it so it's not completely like f- completely flat. Sure. Uh, but it seems like I haven't really had any issues with that. There's little like beveled, uh, the bottom has like indents in it, and it seems oh, okay. like liquid kind of flows underneath fairly well. So okay. Um. I'm gonna do two sheets today. I'm hoping, <laughs> if my calculations are correct, I have one shot. We'll see. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, this is really. I didn't think that I was gonna be able to develop something so big, and this is really making it uh, convenient. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds it.
0: Yeah. Sounds it. Exactly.
1: So, we're fixing. And uh, we're almost done fixing.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: do you have an answer for the answer machine question? What was that? The question was, over the summer, what is the most moving or monumental thing that you photograph?
0: Huh. I you think told I me did. earlier
1: today that you had an answer.
0: I did have an answer. Okay. Do you have an answer?
1: Um, well, I, I, I think I shoot differently than a lot of people and I'm, I do find myself being very detached Mm -hmm. when I shoot. So I guess that usually comes about later for me. Like if the photo looks dramatic, then like, Oh, that was very meaningful, which probably isn't the best way to approach art, I guess, but it is what it is. So. Okay. I think I'm going to say the horses at oh, yeah. uh, Camp Disappointment.
0: Yeah, that's ama- that was an amazing shot. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I loved the shot. I had a wonderful time there with them, you know, mm-hmm. just hanging out, being cool guys. <laughs> it, it was pretty great, you know? It was pretty yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um, it may not be the most moving or the most touching or the most oh, memorable no. was, even.
0: But, but it was a but, gorgeous photo. I don't know what you're talking yeah.
1: about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it turned out that it was a lot of fun. The other option might be that one Seventh-day Adventist church in mm-hmm. in um, North Dakota. That could be in the running as well. Okay. But there were a lot of, you know, there was so many. You know, you, you, it could be... It, it could be... Uh, the um, the chimney rock, you know, from the story from the last episode. It could be that too, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. But so you don't maybe have an one answer. of those. I think I have several answers. But how about how about you?
0: Um, I would probably say the roll of portrait four hundred that I shot um, down at Third Point in Mexico uh, that oh. came out like paintings.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, it was like, I was, I was really excited about the role and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. It's like fresh almost. It's like 2005. Like, oh my God, that was like yesterday. And <laughs> when I got home and developed, it was just like really, you know, when you pull that roll out of C41 and it's just yeah. brown and you're like, oh shit, I can't really see pictures. Yeah. You have to like kind of point it <laughs> up to some light to, to see them, so... Oh, yeah. That kind of broke my heart, but once I started scanning, I was... I was obviously not expecting what I got, but what I did get was a couple shots that I had talked about on the podcast before how I would really like to show movement in a very, like, um, interesting way. And yeah. there is one photo that I really liked and I posted it on my story and a lot of people messaged me about it. It's like a painting. It's a surfer, but it looks like a painting and you could see that he's moving the waves moving. Yeah. And I think it kind of shows movement in a really fun way. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that was like really memorable. Also just, um, Climbing down the cliff and jumping into the water and like experiencing the whole experience of that afternoon because the sun was Mm -hmm. going down was it was stunning and beautiful. And I do when I get moments like that where I I remember like, oh, my gosh, like I have to appreciate this (laughs) right now because this is so this is such a beautiful moment.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: So, yeah, like that was probably my most memorable shot of okay. the um, summer so far.
1: Well, there's still a little bit of summer left, so maybe our answers will change. But yeah. what won't change is we've got commercial sign. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Because of us, it's morning in America. Breakfast, honey? Thanks. Hey, is this real pork? Because of us, people in the Great Plains are just plain doing things. Little things, like taking money from machines. Hey, hey, stop, kid. I'm not a machine. Because of us, they're roasting East Coast marshmallows on the West Coast. Wow, these taste like pork. We're the people of U.S. Plus. Guess what we do? Chemistry, transportation, pork. (laughs) Kind of. U.S. Plus. We own the idea of America.
1: Are you done done rinsing? Yeah. Let's come back in then. Well, I thought
0: that you were going
1: to tell me when you were ready. I said I'm ready whenever you are. And we are back. So, Vanya, how did it go on your end?
0: Uh, well, I decided to do the one that I didn't think was going to work first. Okay. Um, So let me explain what happened. I took two shots today one shot was fine and then the second shot which is this one got stuck inside the camera
1: okay
0: um i need to be better at loading these and it really sucks because it feels like such a waste but i will say that um i did my best as far as like retrieving it out of the camera to try to save it So there is an image there and
1: so you've got negative.
0: I, yes, I do have (laughs) negative. Just one (laughs) I do. I I got negative, (laughs) uh, just, you know, a wee bit of negative, but enough to see that it's, it's good. So I'm going to, I'm going to load this up and do another one. So hopefully I'll have something to show, uh, you guys. Because I'm like hyping this thing up, saying it's amazing, and it is. If this mistake is not because of the tank, this mistake is absolutely one hundred percent my mistake from the camera. Uh, okay. How about you?
1: Well, I've got I've got negatives. Um, there is a couple. There, there are a couple of light leaks on it, but that's f- not from the camera. That that's is funny. from the. That's from the roll. You can tell it's from the roll. Mm. Um, and so that could speak to a quality control issue. Um, let's check out the second. I did two rolls here. Check out the second one. And oh boy. Yeah, there's some definite light leaks from the roll uh, at the at the uh, will be at the end of the roll. So that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um,
0: Wait, was this the Mumia RB67? Yeah. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. Now again, not from the camera, not from the camera. This is from the roll. How
0: from so, the roll? I don't understand.
1: Well, it's not. It's not wound as tightly. That is an issue going back to the old Shanghai. That's one of their issues. So.
0: Okay. Hmm. Let's, let's. What? Let's. Uh, I, let's yeah, I want to. Let's go to the future because I want to see. The ones that did come out, if you like. Okay. Them. Yeah, let's
1: go. Hello, people. We are from the future and we want to tell you about our photographs.
0: Everything in the future is not important except for the photographs that we took.
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing is really going on. All that's all that important right now. So <laughs> let's talk about photographs in the future. So y- you shot your first, you shot and developed your first eight by 10. Yay! That's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. I'm um, proud of myself.
1: I'm looking at it now and it it looks as far as like the exposure and, and the grain and the, the just the emulsion and all of that. Um because we we'll get and I look at that specifically and we'll get to why. Um it looks good. It looks okay. like a really it looks really good. Um I I don't I'm not like someone who can like look at it and go oh well that looks like triax if you would develop it in whatever but it does it, it looks great um i'm looking at the grain you can't really it's eight by ten it, you can't really see the grain <laughs> it's just not not really a feature of eight by ten you,
0: i scanned it at like 1200
1: yeah it's just i mean you're I, gonna have to scan it at a lot a lot higher dpi to even see the grain and then you'd have to like, you know, zoom, zoom in on in
0: it. for a million years.
1: Yeah. So it's not, it's not really, I mean, you can see that there's grain there, but you can't really get a feel for the structure. You use rhodenol, right?
0: I did. I, I I really would like to get some grain. I would like for it to be gritty and fun. Uh, I don't know if that's the right form, <laughs> like eight by 10 is the right choice for that.
1: Uh, if um, you could, if you could get like 400 speed or something, then you'd get more grain. But yeah, if you want grain, if you want grain, shoot 35. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Because the grain, I don't know if people know this. I mean, you think they would, but maybe it's not as intuitive as I think so. Grain is the same size, regardless of whether it's on 35 millimeter or eight by 10. The actual Mm -hmm. individual grains are the same size. So it looks like the grain is bigger in 35 and it looks like it's smaller or even non-existent in eight by 10, but it's really the same size. yeah so
0: i i like this
1: i think i think there's gonna be some fun that you're gonna have with it i think it's kind of
0: neat and yeah yeah. um i'll talk about it a little bit yeah do so uh i don't have a shutter this is a two-second shot with like three or four filters stacked up i metered through the filter Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at 100 to get a two second like exposure type thing. What I should have done is done probably four, but I already knew that this was going to be like a, a difficult shot. And I was kind of expecting it to look like this um, because it's a backlit. I'm getting basically light coming from the window that's behind me. So I was kind of looking for like a little bit of uh shadow <laughs> or a lot, which there is a lot. You can see that I'm sitting there. I'm sitting in the scene. I had Marley actually pull the uh, lens cap. So, technically, Marley took this picture, I guess you could say. Um, It's kind of weird that I decided to shoot myself, but a lot of the reason why that happened was um, Marley has COVID and she does not want to be photographed. And I needed a shot, and I was just like, I'll just sit here and take a picture. It's silly that I would think that I would like it, (laughs) because who likes pictures of themselves? Do you like pictures of yourself?
1: There's a few people out there who really like pictures of themselves.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't. Um, But this one is perfect. Uh, It's very much me, so I'm happy with it. Cool. And even Bodhi's in the picture, which you would not know unless I tell you, but... Next to me is this little dark shadow of a thing, and that's my dog sitting next to me. So
1: Bodivus Collins.
0: (laughs) So yeah, uh, I'm happy uh you could tell that like the the window and the blinds um are in somewhat focus, I guess. Uh I focused this and then I had Marley look in and focus it again. And then I went over there and put the sheet in and opened it up. And then she just opened, like just, you know, pulled the lens cap. Yeah. So I moved obviously, but it was fun. I'm really excited. I, I, um, for some reason didn't think about doing still life. I don't know why today. <laughs> I'll probably do a couple more sheets, just to, because I want to share something and this I might share um, but I would like to show you what else I can do because I, I feel like this is just the beginning and um, I'm kind of determined to get like a really good shot. So. Okay. Yay. Well, <laughs> Yay. Yeah.
1: Slightly less future Eric decided to buy one of the um, the Stim and Press tanks that you have yeah. so that will be coming to even more future Eric in a in a few days and hopefully the next dev party will be working with that hopefully maybe the one after that depending on hmm, life I guess but how did you I mean I guess you already talked a little bit about how you liked it but you, you would recommend this for 8x10 the tank
0: yes I would say that Okay, I was thinking about this and why I would recommend it, and it made me think about Kate and how she was developing on the road. Yeah. This would be a perfect um, essential item for developing on the road. I can see that. I will say that you're going to need to figure out how to load and unload your pictures that are really big in it because it is... A very large tank, so I think there needs to be a oversized, um, dark bag or something that needs to exist, yeah. or you need to make.
1: Well, there. Okay, in the movie Nope, again, I'm not going to be giving away spoilers, but in the movie Nope, they have to change film, mm-hmm. and the person changing the film uses like it's a silver mini Tickle tent. It's pretty small. It's a lot larger than, like, the square silver ones that you have, like, a cube silver one that you have. and Mm -hmm. it's But it's about maybe half the size of the Tickle tent. Like, oh, this is perfect. I want one of those. But I have, I mean, they must be somewhere. And because he was changing out two reels of 70 millimeter film. Mm -hmm. And so that has to be big, but it can't be too huge, obviously. So Mm -hmm. I got to figure out where I can get that. And it may be not... The film photography stores that do it, but maybe like motion picture stores that sell that. So that's that's an option. I am going to try it since I don't have eight by ten film. I am going to try it in in my 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 large but still kind of small dark bag and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So that'll be coming, and we'll be doing that in a future episode. Let's go to my photos.
0: Yes, let's do that.
1: I am really happy that I will never have to use Shanghai film again. (laughs) So there were, I did two roles and this Uh is consistent across these two roles. These two roles were not shot back to back. They weren't shot in the same back. I checked that out. I have four different uh, like film backs for the Mamiya and they were shot in two separate ones and they were shot like, like a week and a half to two weeks apart. That said, all of the same issues happened across both roles and the role before that and the role after that had none of these issues, so it's not the camera. It's probably not, not me. <laughs> um, I've also developed a lot and had none of these issues from developing. So that said, there are three issues with, with, that are consistent across all of these. The first one is the most noticeable, it's the light leaks. And those light leaks come not from the Mamiya, as none of my other rolls have this, but from, I, I guess, maybe the backing paper being a little too short, maybe, because they, they do make, they do, Shanghai uses their own uh, 120 spools. It could be the 120 spool being uh, a little too tall, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be something from the factory, though probably not, but it is happening at the beginning of the roll and the end of the roll. So if you do have the misfortune of using Shanghai and you don't want light leaks, absolutely load your film in the dark, just straight up in the dark. The second problem is the second most noticeable thing in, the, in that the, the backing paper markings, like the numbers and the dots and all that, are on the emulsion. They are on the photos. And that usually comes from the dye that they use or the ink that they use to print. A lot of people think it's exposure, but it's not exposure. It is the, the um, it leaves a residue on, on, the, uh, on the emulsion. That's why Kodak went to laminated uh, laminated backing paper. Yeah. Because even Ilford has this problem sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think it has a little bit to do with how it's handled, whether it's the heat, like maybe these shipped in, you know, they, they shipped over the seas and it's hot. You know, it's hot from China to to Washington. You're crossing an ocean. It's hot. So that could be part of it. It was hot in the car sometimes. That could be part of it too. None of my other film was affected this way, at least to this degree. And then third is that there's a lot of, I think people often call it fogging and I'm not sure it's fogging, but it's, like speckled mottling, sort of like I had with, for, for long-time listeners, that I had with the Cat Lab stuff from a few years ago. <laughs> it's back. It's, it's, <laughs> it's roughly the same sort of mottling, and hmm. it's basically white specks all over the entire image, and it's not the fixer. The fixer is fine. It's you know, It happens, hasn't happened on any other, any other film, so it is, it is the film. So, if any one of these three things was a problem, I would never use the film again. but all three of them happened across all three all all two roles both both roles, and that's a bummer because I really like my photos, yeah, from these days. no, um,
0: they're gorgeous. I mean, that roundhouse is, yeah. Amazing.
1: So I'm gonna be sharing four photos. I'm not, there's no edits to them. I think I took some of the lint out at, at first thinking that, well, maybe I can save these, can't save them. So I do know that most of them I did take with other film and other, and with the, uh, the shamani. So mm-hmm. I'm not real worried about it. And also the last picture is crooked because sometimes you just take crooked pictures. It's just how it <laughs> happens.
0: Okay, so I do want to mention, yes, I was. This is sheet film that I was developing. You were shooting and developing roll film. Yeah. Um, I haven't had any issues with the 220 Shanghai GP3 100.
1: Yeah, that's not incredibly surprising since at least two of these issues (laughs) are backing paper related. So, yeah, so if
0: you guys don't know this, uh, 220 rolls don't have backing paper, there's actually just backing paper on the front of the roll and on the back of it. Yeah. And it's literally just just the film yeah. itself. Now, some and- of it
1: does touch the film. So I would be wondering if No it doesn't. Oh when it's rolled up it does, yeah. Oh. So I'd be interested in knowing like if that does come off a little bit. it would be a lot harder to notice no. if it did. So um my initial assessment that it was Orwo, I guess I don't know. Uh, Shanghai admits to using Orwo, like just openly, because they, they're saying, you know, there's supply chain issues, so they're using Orwo to... They think they were kind of dodgy about like what they were using them for, and so it's possible they're just using them for coating or like coating the film with emulsion, and that it's, the, it's still their old recipe. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but... It's, it doesn't really look like Orwo, but I mean, also it's really hard to tell unless you're doing like, I know this is Orwo, I'm gonna shoot this, and I'm going shoot the same thing with the Shanghai film and then compare. But otherwise, it's almost impossible to tell one film from another um, when you're doing something like this. So I guess if you really, really wanna shoot Orwo in 120, definitely go with the Lomography Potsdam, I think, uh, Potsdam in Berlin. Whichever one the 100 is. I have some examples of that that I've shot this past year. I really like those. It is $10 or $11 a roll. I don't know if it's worth it, but it is really fun stuff. I really like that emulsion. I think the defects in the Shanghai that I have overshadow the coolness of Orwell, if it is indeed Orwell. Uh So I'm bummed (laughs) because I was really hoping to be wrong about this. I really wanted to be wrong about Shanghai because it is cheap film. It's a different emulsion that we don't have access to probably. Otherwise, I really wanted to be wrong about this, but the quality control is just as bad as it used to be. The emulsion may be a little bit better, maybe, but it doesn't matter because you're gonna have markings, light leaks and weird um, modeling all over your film. So this again is the roll film only. The sheet film is 100% a different emulsion and a different um, base. So you may have better luck with that. And obviously Vanya had great luck with it. So, but also, that's not cheap either. It isn't like Shanghai is is the cheap film anymore, right? Mm. They're they're more expensive than Fomapan and an Arista right now,
0: aren't they? Uh, I want to say that the maybe the eight by ten was it was a little cheaper.
1: Okay, but they're I on can... the cheap side. I mean, they may not be the cheapest, but they're definitely yeah. on the cheap side. But you don't always get what you pay for. Sometimes cheap film can be really good. Look at Ultrafine, R.I.P. Probably. Great, great emulsion, great film. And it was the cheapest out there. Fomapan is my go-to. I love it. And it is pretty much the cheapest. So I think I will stick with what I know and what I love. And uh, if something else new comes along, I will absolutely test it out. But I am done with Shanghai. And are we done with the future?
0: (laughs) I hope so. Oh God, okay. (laughs) All right. Future Vanya has to pee.
1: Oh, I see. Maybe slightly less future Vanya should tell future Vanya to go before she records. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will let you go. At literally. Uh, we'll send it back to the past.
0: Thank you, future Eric and Vanya, for enlightening us in your ways. Um I wanted to mention <laughs> yeah. something really quick. Okay. One of one of our listeners um I was talking with and they were saying that um dev party was like such a great thing for the film community and it was like a little bit like of a shock <laughs> because I was like, really? You really think <laughs> people, so?
1: People listen? I didn't I didn't realize that people have been
0: listening. <laughs> So, um, yeah, if you guys have anything in particular that you would like me to try, because Eric is, you know, he doesn't care, but I do. So I do you care. Want. No, I just, I,
1: I'm, as I was explaining to someone today, I'm not a fan of multi-step development. Like he was saying, something. like, Hey, did you know that you can, you can make, um, yeah. <laughs> That you, know, you can take E six film, develop it in HC one ten, expose it, and then develop it again in ECN two chemicals or C forty one chemicals, and get slides. And really, I, I say, yeah, I did know that, but you can also just use E six chemicals. True. And, and I guess I'm I'm like, it it would be nice to do that if you needed slides. But if you really needed slides, you should probably do it properly. But if you just wanted slides for some reason and you didn't have or didn't want to buy a six chemicals because they are expensive, then it is nice to know that you can do that. But, oh, my God, I can't. I mean, I just don't have like a ton of desire to do something like that. Like, I'm never going to use something I'm never going to do um, on my own. Mm hmm. Uh, for a dev party, maybe I could be convinced. I have HC-110. I've got ECN-2 chemicals. Yeah. It'd be kind of neat to see if we can do it. Maybe I would do it with, um, do it with like a, a sheet. sheet or two. Yeah. yeah. But at, at this point, I'm I really enjoy developing. I really enjoy developing black and white with a single developer and a single fixer and that's it. I don't Really feel like I need to experiment right now. I'm, I'm really enjoying what I'm producing. I like it mm-hmm. And so experimenting and this is what we want, right? This is why we experiment mm-hmm. We experiment to find the best way for us to get the results that we want and I have yeah. found that with everything except for fucking fp4 and I have I've got a new developer that we're going to try on that. I, mean, I don't know if it's the next episode or the one after but We're going to try it soon um because I want to figure out FP4 so I just don't like much of what, what I do with it <laughs> so that's the only reason for me personally to experiment now if you enjoy mixing chemicals and, and the and doing multi-step developments and all that then yeah I can do it that sounds awesome <laughs> but it's just not it's just not for me
0: no problem. but. Uh...
1: I could probably be convinced to do it for a death party, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, see how you see happy what I, I am? have to deal with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said maybe.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: But I don't know. I mean, do you?
0: It's like the. It's like the mom. We'll see. You know, like when. We'll mom's... see.
1: It, it is it. Well, it's a little more than we'll see. I mean, it'll probably eventually happen.
0: Well, okay. I could see that and sorry, now this is going to just become longer, but oh, well, you can stop at any time. Now, the E6 chemicals, I I mix them and I still have them under my sink and they are bad and I need to recycle them. So I'm not going to be uh, using them if if I wanted to do slide again because they are old and yeah, I don't right. use it as often as I do C41. So yeah, it That's is. True. It does sound like a very um, daunting task, but if if it's I don't know if if it's fun and. Why not try it? I mean, there are people
1: on YouTube experimenting like this, and you can see them do it. You can see the results. This Mm -hmm. is a podcast. (laughs) It's, it is, okay, first, it's ridiculous to have a podcast about photography. It's ridiculous. But it's even more (laughs) ridiculous to have a podcast about developing film. That makes no sense. So... I you know we started this just kind of as a as a little thing. Hey, we'll just talk while we develop, and then it became like, hey, let's talk about developing. Let's talk about different ways to develop, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a ridiculous thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think
0: I do enjoy it so much, though. I enjoy it, but I mean,
1: <laughs> like I guess it's nice when people say things like, oh, hey, you got me to start developing at home, and that's wonderful. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, I it don't. Is. <laughs> I mean, like I said before, I, I don't really care. If you don't shoot film, I'm cool with that. I don't care.
0: No, uh, If you I, don't develop I, your own obviously, stuff... Obviously. I'm,
1: I'm fine with that, too.
0: But... I, I like tips and tricks and things to help sure. you save money. So if if it keeps you to shoot film, if you can develop and it, you know, cut costs down, then, yeah, absolutely develop. Sure. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I... I
1: yeah, I suppose so. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm only really doing this podcast to be famous.
0: So <laughs> Obviously.
1: That's, yeah, uh, that's I, the only I, reason I, I'm doing any of this stuff.
0: <laughs> so, thanks
1: for saying that it's a... it's a What did they say? Like, it's a good thing for the film community or something? Basically. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I don't disagree, I guess. But... I don't know. I just uh, I just want to develop my my crappy little black and white film and get some some lovely little pictures and and talk about what I shot and how I shot it and why I shot it. And I think I think those things are so much more important to me. Like the stories that we tell about photography are so much more important to me than like well you need like. You know, five grams of, you know, potassium bromide so you won't get this fogging thing or whatever. It's, it's, it's nice to know that, I suppose, but I don't care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just want to tell a, a few stories and then, you know, hopefully that's a benefit to the film community as well. Of course. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, maybe people like just like cold hard facts about developing because I have those as well. I, I can't wait to talk to you about why stand developing works. I'm very excited about telling you them. So those things will still happen. but I do also want to do you know just a little banter and storytelling. Of course. Yes. So is this it? Yes is this it? are we done planning yes. on yes. Mike? okay yes Cool. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to all of this. We will see you in a week for the main episode.
0: We love you. Bye-bye. Bye!